This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm not your host, Josh. Uh, Today's game will be pitting two Benchwarmer teams against each other. The first one being myself and Marcus versus the Benchwarmer team of Dan and Scott. Our host today is making a return to the bench first time as a host, and that would be equipment manager for our Patreon team, David Kennedy. David, welcome back to the bench. Why don't you take a minute to remind us about yourself? Hi, I'm David Kennedy. I'm from Southern Illinois. I live uh, directly across the river from St. Louis, Missouri. So a lot of my sports fandom is St. Louis, as well as uh, Illini basketball and football. Um, but recently, my most passionate fan base or fandom would be Liverpool Football Club. And I cannot wait for the season to get started on Sunday, August 13th versus Chelsea. Well, once again, welcome back. Thank you. Well, I'll kick off the starting of chatting on how we're doing. I'm doing well. Grilled for like the umpteenth time already this summer. So that's always good. And uh, yeah. Things are nice. Weather's nice, which isn't always the case in Minnesota, but usually this time of year it is. So things are good for me. So, Marcus, why don't you let us know how you're doing, and you can let them know what our team name is. I'm doing well. Yeah, that's it. Nothing to report on because the Mariners are terrible. Uh, And we were struggling to come up with a team name, so we got very, very creative. And our team name tonight is insert team name here. So David, feel free to call us that or make up a team name for us as we go along. You can make up multiple team names if you want. Sounds good. And Dan and Scott, how are you guys doing? I'm ready for summer to be over. I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's 90 to 95 degrees every day. Chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon all sorts of humidity and i hate working during the summer so i'm ready for it to be over you did choose to move to north carolina i i chose to stay with my wife when (laughs) she moved (laughs) fair fair yeah it's but um scott's got our team name so i'll uh, i'll send it over to him i do i do uh i'm a little nervous um i always get nervous when i hear that it's a david game Oh, different David. Sorry. Uh, still nervous because you just, you know, that unfortunately that name has been tainted when it comes to hosting games on this, on this podcast. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Dan and I are teaming together, which means, of course, if, if you're uh, an avid listener to the podcast, whenever Dan and I team together, we have a fudge related team name. Uh, so this is no different. Of course, we want to stay true to that. Um, so in, in honor of a, a book that Dan brought up that I haven't thought about in probably close to 30 years, our team name is going to be Fudgemania. Is, is that the title of a book, Fudgemania? It's from Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing, Super yeah. Fudge. Oh, yeah. Guess what I haven't read? You haven't <laughs> read Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. I was a kid who played. I wasn't a kid who read. This was a book that was, like, issued to you. Nope. <laughs> I didn't pick this up on my own. We read it <laughs> in school during fourth grade. Not my school. Oh. 
Or if we did, I just didn't read it. That would have been the other. Josh was out playing. I was out playing. Like well, we were read. We were read to this. We were read this in class. That wouldn't have meant I was paying attention. I was probably was playing, <laughs> doing something I wasn't supposed to do. Come on, didn't you understand what I said when I was a kid who went out and played? That's what I did. I didn't read. Don't got time to read. Ain't nobody got time for that. <sighs> anyway, kids, kids. Learn how to read. Yes, please, kids, learn how to read. With that, why don't we uh, kick it over to Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. I did it with a Chelsea accent just for you, David. Oh, thank you. Funny that Chelsea accent sounded very Minnesotan. Thanks. Very close. <laughs> they're 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 cousins. Okay, David, it's time for me to hand the hosting duties over to you. I'll just chime in with scores at the end of the quarters for you. All right. Today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. Green Post game, question one. Raised in St. Louis, this son of a former player was the 2023 NHL All-Star Game MVP while also leading his team to the 2023 Stanley Cup Finals, and a two-time NBA championship-winning and one-time Olympic gold medal-winning coach. We'll check in. So Fudgemania is checking in. Insert team name here. You can talk it out. Yes. I was just trying to come up with his name. I couldn't think of it. I'm like, as soon as as soon as soon I get there, yeah. So Matthew, Matthew Kachuk. Yes. Led the old Florida Panthers. And so that would mean... Would it be Chuck Daly? Yeah, it'd have to be, right? Uh, two titles with the Pistons, right? Yeah. And then he was... Was he the dream team coach? Who was the dream team coach? I don't remember specifically, but I know that he was a coach for one of the teams. Yeah. So Okay. I'm I'm good with that. All right. Then we're going to check in with Matthew Kachuk Daly. Bojomania? Yeah, he was the dream team coach. It was Chuck Daly. And yeah, Matthew Kachuk. It's a, one of those one of those names you love to love to say, hate to spell. How does Kachuk start with a T? <laughs> I don't get it. All right, both teams receiving points. Correct answers were Matthew Kachuk and Chuck Daly. Kachuk is the son of Keith Kachuk, and his brother Brady also plays in the NFL for the Ottawa Senators. Chuck Daly is a two-time Hall of Fame inductee, once for his professional coaching career, and another for coaching the Dream Team. Very nice. By the way, I would like to point out that Marcus absolutely had the hockey player name before I did. So nice work. He is becoming our new hockey expert. Gunning for Eid. <laughs> I think I got a ways to go until I get there. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Okay, on to question two. The first player in Division I history with 1,000 points and 300 assists in a single season and a former Ohio State and Indiana Pacer basketball player that we all get to spend four days a week with starting in March. All right, David, we are going to check in. Okay. Pudgemania checked in. Uh, the Orange Crush, what do you say? The Orange Crush, nice. Huh. Yeah. We got, we, how you feeling, Josh? I'm not, I don't have anything on this. Ohio State and Indiana Pacer. So the first person that comes to mind when I think of that is, didn't Evan Turner play for the Pacers? Maybe. Um, First D1 player with 1,000 points. and 1,000 points and 300 assists in a single season. Um, oh, you know who I bet that is? Hmm. I bet that's Caitlin Clark. Oh, yeah. So then that would make the second half Clark Kellogg because he does the uh, March Madness coverage. That makes more sense. I I was initially not going down that road. I was like, of course, you know, first thought is what what guy has done this? Yeah, yeah. Which which always tends to happen in these questions when there's not a specified gender is you start thinking about men and then you go, oh, wait, they didn't specify. So this could absolutely be a woman. Yep. So, yeah, I think we can check in with that. All right. We're going to check in with Caitlin Clark Kellogg. Fudgermania to you. Yeah. The criteria just made too much sense for Clark Kellogg. Um, he was the only Ohio State person I could think of to play for the Pacers. But Marcus made, yeah, Evan Turner did spend some time in Indy. So I guess there are two. But uh, we no one sees Evan Turner anymore, not even in March. So uh, this one had to be Clark Kellogg. So we also checked in with Caitlin Clark Kellogg. All right. Both teams receiving points. The answer is Caitlin Clark Kellogg. Good job, guys. Moving on to question three. This British golfer won his first major at the 2022 U.S. Open and a St. Louis Cardinals phenom who lost his control in game one of the 2000 National League Division Series, throwing five wild pitches against the Atlanta Braves. All right, we're checked in. Bojomania's checked in. Nothing but net. It's up to you. So we think the second half of this is Rick Ankeel because he's the one that got moved. You said, who's who's the guy that got moved to the outfield? And I said, well, I'm pretty sure that's Rick Ankeel. But... So like a British golfer's last name probably ends in like Patrick or is like Kirkpatrick or Fitzpatrick. I, none of those names mean anything to me. No, like I said, the only British golfer, whenever I hear British golfer, the first name that pops in my head is Lee Westwood and that doesn't work. So I don't know. Uh, maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick also moonlights as a sure as a golfer. Sure. All right. We're, we're going to ch- check in with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Keel. All right. So Germania. All right. So Scott said Rick and Keel right away. And I knew who the golfer was. I just don't know his first name and it is Fitzpatrick, but I have no idea what his first name is. So, and I said, I said to Scott, I don't, even if you say the name, I don't even know if it's going to, if it's going to click with me. So he decided, well, Colin's a good British name. Let's go with Colin. So we said Colin Fitzpatrick and Keel. Unfortunately, no teams receiving points. The correct answer is Matt Fitzpatrick, Rick and Keel. Hmm. When they got to Matt. Uh, I think that's the first time I've heard that name. So let's give out. Uh, I haven't said this a lot lately, but who? I did not mean to have a who, but that's hilarious. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, that's not that long ago 
I maybe yeah. should have heard the name. I just obviously was paying zero attention to the U.S. Open in 2022. No, he was out playing. <laughs> <laughs> have any of you guys seen Full Swing, that Netflix documentary on the PGA Tour? Is that the one about the quarterbacks? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. I saw that one. It's really good. The The quarterback one, not the golf one. The Full Swing is done by the same guys that did the F1, and so they follow everybody, and so... You got to, when I watched it, it chronicled Matt Fitzpatrick and his whole story. Mm. It was actually pretty cool. He won on the same course. So he won the 2013 U.S. Amateur at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts, which is the same course that he won the U.S. Open on. Nice. Huh. So he just play all of his rounds there is what he should do. That's right. He, I'll only play here. <laughs> <laughs> he set up his own tournament there. David, you said that's on Netflix? Yes, sir. Can't watch it. That's really good. I'm not a huge golf guy, but I watched it. It's... If it's not Hulu, Scott's not there. <laughs> that is a that is a way back, yes. way back uh, callback. <laughs> Within like the first ten episodes, right? Yeah, that's pre Marcus. That's how old that is. Question number four in pre and post game: The first player in the modern era who recently won a batting title in both leagues and a former NBA player that ranks second in career three-point field goal percentage in NBA history and is currently the head coach at his alma mater. All right. We checked in. So, Jermaine, checking in. Ball hogs, you're up. Oh, he gave you a big three-team name. You guys are great. I'm jealous. Uh, Let's see. What do you think, Josh? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the second part. Well, what do you have for the first part? How about that? Uh huh. Oh, okay. I, I don't have anything for that one. Do you have anything for the first part? No, not really. No. I'm trying to think of the current uh, head coaches who are at their alma mater. Don't we have both? Both of the doesn't uh, UNC and Duke have former players coaching them currently? Uh, Hubert Davis is coaching. Right? Is he coaching North Carolina? Yes. Yep. And then John Shire. John Shire, there's no way he's eligible to be. No. Hubert that. Davis, maybe, though. Really? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. Oh, okay, that would make sense. So then the first uh, the first part of it will be DJ LeMayhew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. He's definitely won one in both leagues. Go with that. All right, we'll check in with DJ LeMay Hubert Davis. All right. Fudgermania, to you. Yeah, I mean, I I knew Dan would uh, know about the the alma mater. Just for some reason, it just felt like something Dan might know. North Carolina, I don't know. Um, But yeah, we also checked in with DJ LeMay Hubert Davis. Both team receiving points. The correct answer is DJ LeMay Hubert Davis. Had no idea he was second in three-point percentage, though. That's He was a great shooter, but I, I, yeah. But I wouldn't have thought him to have the second highest career. Uh, I guess when you think about it percentage-wise, right, he wasn't jacking them up at least, so the percentage is going to be True. better than True. he wasn't shooting 20 a game. So, All right. Along with two batting titles, LeMahieu is a two-time Silver Slugger, a three-time All-Star, and a four-time Gold Glove winner. And Hubert Davis is one of only a few people to have gone to a Final Four as a player, an assistant coach, and a head coach. All right. Well, after the first quarter, uh, things were all tied up at 75. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. 
Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Okay, question one in the missing link. This 2022 Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee was the seventh pick of the 1994 NFL Draft. He also won Rookie of the Year, Corner Comeback Player of the Year, was voted to four Pro Bowls, and earned one first-team All-Pro. We're going to check in. Okay. The Honey Badger's checking in. Budgemania. Josh, is that the first time you've ever been called a Honey Badger? That's none of your business. <laughs> There. Tony Baselli was in that class. Tony was that was the, oh. that was the it was that year and it was Leroy Butler was in that one too. Um, okay, so it's not Leroy Butler. I don't know based on the Tony. And that Buscelli. was also Richard, that was also Richard Seymour's year too. Okay, Marcus could tell you that. Um, yeah, Richard Seymour was drafted after ninety four. Yeah, definitely Tony Baselli. It's not Baselli. No, it wouldn't. Be, that doesn't work for him. I don't think. I'm trying to think who else was in that that Hall of Fame class. Yeah, we're gonna have a better chance at that than the '94 draft class because that was before I was to, paying attention to the draft. Actually, to my knowledge, that's not a particularly great class. Like that's the Dan Wilkinson. It is. Year. That's the Big Daddy Wilkinson. Um, <laughs> yes. Big Daddy Wilkinson. Dick Vermeil was part of that one too, but not as a player. Um, and the 19, yeah, I don't think he's drafted in the nineteen. No, no, in the <laughs> the twenty twenty two. He had white hair in nineteen ninety four. Yes. Man, I, yeah, we like you said, we don't have a side of the ball. That comeback player of the year list is not something I, I know yeah. much about or pay pay much attention to. Yeah, so I was just trying to think of someone who had an injury. There's nothing in, the, in there that I can latch on to. 94. Oh, no, that, that was going to, he's definitely not a Hall of Famer. That's the thing. I mean, it, this is someone we know. It's a Hall of yeah, Famer. Yeah, I mean, it's a Hall of Famer. Like, I, it's, I, I can't think of anybody else that was in that Hall of Fame class. And yeah. nothing else is jumping out at me. I don't, I don't, I don't think I have anything. All right. We'll throw out a lucky last name. Yeah, sure. Um, so what's a good not 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 one that's like an obvious last name like an obvious lucky johnson jackson something like that so what, what's another another name we could throw out there you want to go like brown that's a football name that is a football name like that that's a pretty prominent football name on both sides of the ball david or, lux would you know. appreciate that yeah he would <laughs> yeah 
He did. Well, yeah, he didn't get back to David when he play tested, so maybe it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's just throw out a lucky something there then. Lucky Carter, lucky. Oh, yeah, I like that too. Let's do that. That sounds right, like gonna... it would be a crappy TV show. <laughs> we're gonna throw out the uh, the buddy the buddy show, Lucky Carter. <laughs> okay, Fudgermania's checking in with Lucky Carter and Lucky Strikes. What you got? Well, uh, Josh was going at it from the Hall of Fame route, and I went at it from the draft route because at times when I get bored, I just look at draft classes because it's fun, sort of. Um, and I was thinking about so I think it when I think of 1994, I think of Marshall Falk. That's the Falk draft. It wasn't Not a Big great Daddy topic. Wilkinson. You don't think of him? <laughs> no, that's why I winced when you said, uh, this is the Big Daddy Wilkinson draft. I said, this is a Marshall Falk draft. Um, and then I was thinking about the Hall of Fame class, and I remember they had that special where they, where they were going around to everybody's house, and, you know, they they have, like, a teammate, uh, you know, and give them the news. And uh, I remembered going, I don't think Bryant Young should be in the Hall of Fame. So we checked in with Bryant Young. The Lucky Strikes checking into Bryant Young. Uh, one team receiving points. The correct answer is Bryant Young. Wow, nice poll. Young was a yeah. member of the 1990s All-Decade team. Yeah. When he said Richard Seymour, I was like, oh, man. Let's talk about two guys, him and Bryant Young, I don't think should be in. But that's fine. Very similar Hall, type Hall of, of very, Hall of very good, absolutely. Okay. So question number two in the missing link. In the 1983 All-Star game, who hit the only Grand Slam in All-Star Game history? Yeah, we're checked in. Okay. Fudgermania's checking in. The Watchmen, what'd you say? Uh, I'm guessing neither. Well, I know one certainly didn't watch this. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the other one, myself, probably didn't watch you, it. You were, out, you were out playing. You were uh, out playing. That is true. I would have not been in watching television, watching uh, an all-star game. I was out playing. We've established that today, that I didn't read. I didn't watch TV, <laughs> except Saturday mornings at that time. Because, you know, newsflash for those of you younger people, um, if you wanted to watch cartoons when you were a child, you know, during my days, you had to wake up on Saturday morning and watch them because that's when you got your cartoons. There was no... 24 7 channels that had cartoons playing but anyway uh yeah i this is i don't have this in my knowledge base i could tell you a lot about the 1979 all-star game because they were playing it constantly in the lead-up to the mariners <laughs> hosting this most recent all-star game so i could tell you a lot about that but uh okay so early all-star game is just a stab in the dark you just well, pick somebody let's so early 80s all-stars yeah who maybe would have hit a home run Mm-hmm. Two minutes totally. go, <laughs> Mike Schmidt. That's not a terrible guess. No, it's just I usually one of my default things. You know what? Eighties baseball a- and it's a home early eighties. <laughs> definitely, he, I'm guessing he was probably at the '83 All Star Game. Let's go with Mike Schmidt. Okay. Okay, the Seagulls checking in with Mike Schmidt. Budgemania, <laughs> what'd you say? I watched this game. Um, was Mike? Was, was Mike Schmidt there? Uh, he was. I was. Was Gary Carter there for Marcus? Um, I believe he also was. Um, I was very young at this. I was ten years old at this point, but I was very much a baseball fan and watched a, and always watched the All Star games. 
Um, and I remember this happening. It was Fred Lynn. Coach Mania checking in with Fred Lynn and one team receiving points. The correct answer is Fred Lynn. So our theme linked answers so far are Bryant Young and Fred Lynn. Um, 1975, Lynn won both the Rookie of the Year and the MVP of the American League, which I think he's only one of two people to ever do that. <clears throat> and, and, and who, Marcus? I don't want to take that from you. What? <laughs> Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same season? Only been done twice? Fred Lynn oh, and yeah. who's the other guy? The guy that's going to get us Shohei Otani, hopefully. Okay. Question three in the missing link. What player was a two-time all-star center with the Portland Trailblazers, played for five teams over a 12-year career, and won the most improved player award in 1988? We're going to check in. Okay. The American Gladiators checking in. Fudgemania, what do you guys got? I think think we're kind of getting there. Uh, You know, We're circling the drain on whether we're going to go with this or not. Centers in Portland is, is just such an interesting – it's an interesting position because you have Bill Walton, right? You have LaRue Martin, who was one of the early biggest busts of all time. You have kind of Sam Bowie, who was kind of like a power forward center, who obviously we we know what's up with him. You got Greg Oden. There's, there's just a lot of interesting happenings around the Portland Trailblazers at the center position. So then to think that they actually had a guy that was an all-star somewhere in between Bill Walton and Greg Oden at center, and it wasn't Arvidas Bonus, is interesting. Yeah. I'm 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 pretty much on Kevin Duckworth on this one. I I think that just makes the most sense. I don't want to be on him, but I'm glad you are. And I don't think I see there long, but David would make sure of that. He he was already there. Yeah, it, um, it, it makes sense. He was on the finals team. He was a starting center. So I, I think the time frame fits. All right. I'm good with it. All right, we're going to check in with Kevin Duckworth. Okay, Fudgemania checking in with Kevin Duckworth. Peacocks, what do you say? Yeah, we had a, we had a similar but not really as much conversation. We were just – I said – when I think of Portland in that area, I think like Buck Williams or Kevin Duckworth. I don't really know who was playing center for them primarily. And Josh seemed to think it was Kevin Duckworth. And neither of us were really sure on all-star games or most improved, but we could name a center from that era. So we <laughs> went with Kevin Duckworth. All right. Both teams receiving points. The correct answer is Kevin Duckworth. Duckworth graduated from Thornridge High School in Harvey, Illinois, suburb of Chicago. Other notable alums include former NBA player Quinn Buckner, Glee actress Jane Lynch, and film critic Richard Roper. The theme-linked answers thus far are Bryant Young, Fred Lynn, and Kevin Duckworth. Okay, question number four. What Curacaoan shortstop has won four gold gloves over the past 11 years but is currently not on a team? You know where this guy is? Gosh, close your ears. Oh. Who? Hi, <laughs> Nala. Nice. You gotta realize, okay. though, you gotta realize though that brand new baseball or like in the yeah, last five, yeah. that's not me. That's not me at all. Oh, I like yes. the name though. It is. It's pretty cool. Okay, I'm. If you like that name, go with it because I. You just told me you liked it. I do. You're right. <laughs> You just, I, you just told me you did. 
Uh, we'll check in. Okay. Vandal Industries checking in. Fudgemania, what do you guys got? Okay. Yeah. So I, I think I think we got to go Angleton Simmons. It's the only name that makes sense because he was a defensive wizard, was terrible offensively. He would have won the gold gloves. And I does I don't know that he's on a roster now. Like I can't I can't place him on a team now. So Dan, if you're good with that, I know you like the name. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Yep. So we're gonna check in with Angleton Simmons. Okay. Fudgemania is checking in with Angleton Simmons. The Kingpins. What do you guys have? Dan, is that who you gave a who to? I said yeah. I've been watching a lot of baseball. So you you gave a who to Minnesota Twins, a, a former great? twin. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> great, great. No, 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 great is not the right word. No, Minnesota uh, Twins player. Now this was one of the guys uh, in uh, 2021. Was you know not vaccinated, and I think he caught COVID and spread it around the team. So you know, not a surprise why they. Uh, and plus, he couldn't hit, and his defense wasn't as good as it had been. So yeah. We also checked in with Andrelton Simmons. Okay, both teams are seven points. The correct answer is Andrelton Simmons. The family dancers thus far are Bryant Young, Fred Lynn, Kevin Duckworth, and Andrelton Simmons. Question five in the missing link. In 2010, this driver became the first African-American driver to win Rookie of the Year in a NASCAR series. Good check-in. Budgemania's checked in. The Sean Kemp Kamikazes. What do you guys have? This has got to be Bubba Wallace, a, doesn't it? What a great, what a great shoe. Um, yeah, it's Bubba Wallace. Has to be. Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. Has to be. And yeah, we'll check in with Bubba Wallace. All right, Fudgemania. Yeah, it's Bubba Wallace. Has to be. Has to be. <laughs> Both teams receiving points. The correct answer is Bubba Wallace. Wallace is the only full-time African-American driver in any of NASCAR's three series. The theme-linked answers are Bryant Young, Fred Lynn, Kevin Duckworth, Angleton Simmons, and Bubba Wallace. Both teams have checked in with a theme, and one team is correct. Insert team name here. You want to give it another shot? (laughs) I I don't know how they came up with an actual link, to be honest with you. I it was a great pull by Dan. And then it made so much sense. It's mm-hmm. one of like, like it's you're gonna feel the same way. It's like one of those epiphany moments. I don't I, think I don't so. I don't know how Andrelton Simmons fits in where I get Simmons could be a thing, but then I don't know. Is this a mix between some first names and some last names? If so, then I got nowhere to go with that. Okay, dancing that. Not... no. I know no other I know one other duckworth. Uh, a Tammy Duckworth, a senator. Uh, I don't know any other Duckworths. I definitely don't know any other Andreltons. No, it's a very common name. What are you talking about? So I have no idea where to go with Young, Lynn, Duckworth, Simmons, and Wallace. Apparently, they are not rock and roll Hall of Famers. No, no, oh, interesting. I'm not even sure. I I think probably at least two of the three we came up with are. Oh, Neil Young, Gene Simmons, and and, and Jeff Lynn. Who's, who's Jeff Lynn? Jeff Lynn is the <laughs> he's the lead man for ELO. Ah, okay. Um, 
I I honestly don't know. I don't know what the I don't know. We could lean into your your Richard Simmons. What are, are these all fitness guru <laughs> fitness gurus? Uh, young Lynn Duckworth Simmons Wallace. Because if Bubba, I mean, it's like what Bubba Watson and and Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> With Bubba Watson, okay, a Fred Couples, yeah, you know, any Andrelton uh, golfers? Yes. Oh my God, or Bryant's um, who are golfers? Yes, Bryant Stith. Actually, after he retired from the NBA, <laughs> he started golfing. <laughs> That's got to be the first name that first time that name's come up on this podcast. What Bryant Stith? <laughs> Bryant Stith. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Honestly, I, 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 I'm I, not, I have nothing. I don't have, I have nowhere to even try and grab anything other than what we came up with where we at least had some names that could have been something. Yeah. Um, and apparently nobody's feeling like, you know, floating us any uh, hints or anything. Cause he did. Why would they? Why would they? He no, no. shook his head. Okay, yeah, he told us it's either all first names or all last names. And I no, would that say does. that none of them are hol- are, uh, are, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. We know that already. And they're not not centered. One one of them could be at some point. I don't know. I give up. I have nothing. I have nothing. Matter of fact, I would say one of them should be already, but probably. Isn't one of them already? going to make it. Of what I said? The people I said? Of of the actual ones. The actual ones. Of the actual ones. One of them is very eligible to be in the Hall of Fame, probably should be, but still isn't. That's a very good clue. <laughs> and Wallace was the giveaway. Or Bubba. Like, that's what I'm supposed to, like, give it to us. And uh, you've named, I mean, Rusty Wallace. Uh... Wallace and Gromit. Kind of wish you would have used whichever one you thought was a... Had been used before. <laughs> Maybe last clue I'll give. You, last clue I'll give you is that I should not have been the one that came up with this. Well, I I disagree with that based on okay, your, okay, all right. Your previous uh, endeavors. You're right. You're right. In life, right. I mean, sure. I guess they're all I mean, part of like... some sort of a band. Maybe. I mean, it's all members of uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I don't know. I don't know. I I I'm done with this. I, 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 I yeah. I've got nothing. No, and care. and Dan's hints didn't didn't help either. No. Really. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't care. All right, we're we're giving up on it because we don't have anything. Even with the extra hints, nothing to grasp onto. So, okay, Fudge Mania. Let them know. All right. Um, it was Duckworth that gave it to me because Duckworth had to be something. I mean. Yeah, and it's an outlier. I, I, I besides the Senator Duckworth, Duckworth and Kevin Duckworth, the only other Duckworth I could think of is Kendrick Lamar. It's his real last name. So the rest of them are going to be rappers, real names. Um, Young is going to be Dr. Dre. Um, Lynn is Common. Simmons is DMX, and uh, Wallace is Biggie. Um. And Dr. Dre really, really should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right now. He's been eligible for quite some time and hasn't gotten in yet. So 
I mean, you'd think NWA would have would be in by now, but they're not. Simmons could also be. Yeah, run, run DMC. Yes, okay. you're right. Well, <laughs> Rev Run. <laughs> yeah. One team receiving points. That's Fudgemania, and I don't have any flavor text. Dan just listed it all out. So I'm really sorry how hard that played. I I didn't know what pretty much any of their actual names are. That's not what I know them as. I know them as if you told me Common had an actual name, I would tell you you're a liar because his name is Common. <laughs> Everything he does, he was just he was just in. Uh, Apple TV's uh, Silo, great show. Go watch it. But uh, hey. we know that Scott won't because it's not Hulu. But uh, he's common. That's his name. I don't. I don't trust you. That his actual name is whichever <laughs> one of these was him. Hey, uh, this game's gotten a little uh, a little less close after the second quarter. Fudgemania is leading by a hundred. Those hundred points that they got for the theme, it is two fifty-five to one fifty-five. Okay, that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth twenty-five points. More rappers, I don't know their real names. Okay. No, but no? Okay, good. I wrote this hoping with Marcus in mind, so hopefully you guys will do better in this round. All right, Marcus, it's all you. <laughs> Paying attention. No, I was waiting for us to move on right. to the next thing. We are. Okay. Okay, for today's halftime round, we're going to try something a little different, but hopefully be a lot of fun. We're going to do a David versus Goliath NBA Jam style. I will give you a team, and you need to name the two players from that team. We will be using the original arcade version of the game, which used the 1992-93 NBA rosters. The points will be 15 for the David question and 25 for the Goliath. Okay, question one, David. Portland Trailblazers. Question one, Goliath. Philadelphia 76ers. I played a lot of this, Scott. I figured you would have. This is... This is not the type of playing that Josh was doing. No, no. This acts, This was. I'm just trying to. All right. We're going to check in. Okay. Fudgemania checking in. Sweep the leg. What do you guys say? Well, okay. So you need two of the three, correct? Or the mm-hmm. the one you start with? There In the 93 game, there's only two. There's only two players for each team. Oh. In the original okay. arcade. Well, Okay, then that makes it easy because I'm pretty sure the the third guy, uh, the guy we're trying to think uh, that once you said white guard, it popped in my head. I think it's Jeff Hornacek. Yeah, Hornacek and Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah, because uh, the David is Drexler and Porter, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm good if you want to go Goliath. We need to make up some points. Yeah. So we're going with, uh, with Haw- Hersey Hawkins and Jeff Hornacek yes. for the Goliath. Check that in. Okay, Fudgemania? That's who I said we should go with, but I wasn't positive to go with it, so we just went with Drexler and Porter. Okay, both teams receiving points. 
So David was Clyde Drexler and Terry Porter. And the Goliath was Hersey Hawkins and Jeff Hornacek. Well, Scott, just to let you know real quick, this is one of the things when I would go out to play, I would go to the arcade, and this would be a game I would play. There you or go. playing, not reading. <laughs> play. <laughs> uh, you read the names of the players, obviously. You got them right. Well, white guard and I, and I couldn't, I couldn't pull, I couldn't pull who because I didn't use that team very often. I don't think me, anyone did around that. For time. me, it was just stuck in my head because it's the first team, right? They're in alphabetical order, and the seventy sixers pop up first, and nobody wants to play with Jeff Hornacek. So I'd always, <laughs> I played with them. I'd be Hersey Hawkins and Clarence Witherspoon. So there you go. So the Blazers were one of the only guard guard pairings in the game. In later versions of the game, the Sixers featured Clarence Witherspoon and Jeff Malone which is somehow worse than the original. It is. <laughs> yep. Okay. Question number two. David, Golden State Warriors, Goliath, Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> what trying the, to think what are, you, what like are that? you even talking about? Yeah. <laughs> sure. You get, that would that came with such a quickness that I can't question you on it. I won't. Don't, I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm trying to think if I can come up with the yeah, the yeah, other yeah. I the, don't. the other pair on that one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Well, you know, as a, as a as a as a you know as teenage a as a teenage white kid, I thought, hey, what? Hey, he looks like me. <laughs> we can oh, check this... in. Cosmania <laughs> <laughs> yeah, checking in. Oh, man. What do you guys got? I want to know who looks like Josh. No, I'm, uh, I'm not as tall as this guy. That's no, you're not. No. Um. So Golden State is going to be uh, uh, Mullen and Hardaway. So the question yes. is, can we come up with the teammate of Brad Lowhouse? <laughs> the Bucks. Oh my gosh. Um okay, I'm really thinking hard because yeah, who wanted to be the Bucks? This Bucks I don't think anybody ever played trash. as the Bucks. I'm I'm actually surprised they were even in the game. Like if they were omitted the Bucks, I wouldn't have been shocked. Oh God, gosh. Who the other guy for the Bucks. I mean, there's a reason it's Goliath. It's not gonna be one of those guys. It's no. gonna be somebody weird. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I'm gonna pull it. I think Dan has it. Probably, yeah. If, uh, yeah. Or he was quick knowing the, the white guy like I did, but uh, <laughs> dang it. I, I can't remember who, who was teamed with him, though. Uh, I, I don't I don't feel confident that I could come up with. Okay. I mean, it. yeah, either way. Uh, it, let's just take points, then. All right. So we'll, we'll check in with the David with Hardaway and Mullen. Okay. Fudgemania? What do you guys got? We're going to slumdog millionaire this one. Um, <laughs> sh- shout out to my uh, my old um, um, s- um, sophomore year roommate. Um, rest in peace, Shep. Um, was excellent at this game. Like nobody could beat him. And it got to the point where he would just play as really bad teams and still beat people. And one of his favorite to go with was the Bucks combination of brad lowhouse and blue edwards mm. yeah i wasn't gonna get there i wasn't gonna get to good old, old old blue okay both teams receiving points 
The David Ains for Golden State Warriors was Tim Hardaway and Chris Mullen, and as Dan described perfectly, the Goliath was Blue Edwards and Brad Lohas. That's awful. <laughs> I had half of the team. I had half like, of it. And the half you wouldn't expect someone to necessarily know, but... Uh, he looked like you. Just a lot taller. In later versions of this game, the Warriors featured Latrell Sprewell and Chris Weber, while the Bucks featured Eric Murdoch and Vin Baker. So, question number three. David is the Utah Jazz, and Goliath is the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, okay, you got the other half of that uh, pair, Marcus? Huh? You got the other half of that one? No. I was just. I agree with I that one. To, I was hoping to spark something. You knew that one too. Yeah, that that's yeah. the one I could come up with. I I don't know if I remember who. Once again, not a team you'd use, unless you were the this guy that Dan's buddy who could beat you even. No, this was me at this is me at uh, NBA two K thirteen or uh yeah uh, that was the height of my. So I went to a tournament. This is the first time I realized there were people that actually like just spent their whole day playing video games. Went to this tournament, super confident. And I was playing with the 2013 Philadelphia 76ers, which are like Evan Turner and Drew Holiday and no one else. No one else. And is that the, is that the, is that the second time that Evan Turner has come up on this? It, is. <laughs> it has. We and, need I won, and, my, and I won my first two games and everybody was being Miami or the Thunder. And then a guy that I played was the Clippers and he beat me by 55 points. And I went, Oh, all right. People are really good at this. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. Uh, so do you just want to take the, or wait, we haven't, we haven't haven't done anything. Shut up. Shut up, Dan. Okay. That's what I can. That's what I can tell you. Yeah, I agree. Yes. (laughs) I fully agree with that. It's that I can't think of the stupid (laughs) name. (sighs) Ah, I don't. Yeah, I can't. Nope. Nope. Should we just check in? Yep. And we'll check in. Okay, the Evan Turner fan club is checking in. Fudgemania, what do you guys got? Big white guy. Even worse than Brad Lowhouse. <laughs> Except for I knew who Brad Lowhouse was. I don't know. I didn't know who this guy was. And I don't have this at all the Mavericks were so bad the the only thing this round has done is just remind me of how god-awful some of these teams were in the early 90s <laughs> I, I gotta say I was really really hoping that the bullets were gonna be one of the teams that you said <laughs> yeah because oh to- hey. Tom Gugliotta and Harvey Grant <laughs> damn right huge pair I have a hat in my in my attic right now, signed by Tom Gugliotta. My dad ran into him at a restaurant in Las Vegas in like 1997, and he ran across the street to a sporting goods place, bought a Timberwolves hat, and Tom Gugliotta signed it. I'll tell you what, Gug in '97 was a hot commodity. So, and Josh, do you remember who the Timberwolves were? Leitner and uh, Person. Yep, Leitner and Person. Um. All that yeah, to we say is that we're, we're going, yeah, we're, we're going with Stockton and Malone. <laughs> okay. Fudgemania checks in with the David answer of Stockton Malone. Ice Ice Baby, what do you got? Stockton to Malone. Yeah. And raise your hand if you have a Chuck person jersey. Oh, no, I just have a Wesley person one. <laughs> 
All right, both teams receiving points. The David answer was Carl Malone and John Stockton. And the Goliath answer was Derek Harper and Mike Iuzzolino. What? I've never heard of in my life. Mike Aruzioni? <laughs> yes, it was Mike Aruzioni. Small white guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, definitely yeah. not a team I ever played with, that's for sure. Uh, my, You know what? I played this game a lot, never played as them, and this would still constitute a who? I think he's Goliath, only think known so. because of the game. I, honestly. Yeah. They should have relegated rosters. My my last my last message to Josh as we were trying to come up with this name, I go, "It's Italian AF." <laughs> That's all I said. I said it's some Italian name, and I couldn't. I never would have come up with Izzyolino. It's crazy. All right. So after the halftime. That's the that's what we just did. Uh, we had the following scores. Uh, both teams gained uh, 100 points, so it's 255 to 355 in favor of Fudgemania. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be Flop, Turn, and River. Flop, Turn, and River. For this quarter, there will be three questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests. The last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue, 20. Old ass Moses Malone was on that Bucks team, like thirty-eight year old Moses. I'll still take him over Jeff Malone or Mark Malone or Post in the Post. Post Malone in the Post. (laughs) Sorry, okay, that's okay. Question number one: Who am I? Clue number one: I'm a member of the Illinois Basketball Hall of Fame. Clue number two: In 1968, I became the youngest general manager in professional sports. Clue number three, I played an integral role in the formation of the WNBA. We'll take another clue. You know, I think we will too, so. Okay, both teams take another clue. Clue number four, I'm the Naismith Hall of Fame chairman. We'll take the fifth clue. Okay, the Coco Bewares are taking a fifth clue. Budgermania? Yeah, we may as well get it, too. Yep. Okay. Clue five. I once owned the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Phoenix Coyotes, and the Phoenix Suns. That's not how it's spelled. (laughs) I like that that spelling of it, though. That is it, though, right? I mean, that's... Yeah. All right. We'll check in. Okay, Fudgemania checking in. The Land of a Thousand Dances. Talk it out. 
Uh, we believe this is Jerry Colangelo. Check that in. Okay. Bender like Beckham checks in with David or Jerry Colangelo, Fudgemania. What do you got? Yep. It's Jerry Colangelo. Both teams receiving points. The answer is Jerry Colangelo. Jerry was the director of basketball operations during the 2008 Olympics in Beijing, where the U.S. took home the gold. Okay, question number two. You flop Turner River. Who am I? Clue one, I played shortstop for the University of Arizona. Clue number two, I was drafted by the Cincinnati Reds in the 11th round in 1989. Clue number three, in 1992, I was left unprotected and was drafted in the expansion draft by the Florida Marlins. David, we'll take another clue. I think so, yeah. Okay. Both teams take another clue? Oh, hold on, hold on. I was answering Marcus's question oh, gotcha. to me. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have enough. I, I don't think I do either. Okay. Yeah, we, we will take another one. Okay. Clue number four. This is for you, Scott. I broke into the big leagues in 1993 with the Marlins and was later that season included in a trade for Gary Sheffield. Oh, man. Obviously, I'm familiar with this trade. Oh, oh um. Yes. We'll check That's it. it. Bojomania is checking in. The Little Lebowski Urban Achievers. You guys want to talk it out? <laughs> oh, no. Dan's gone. He got him. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we got him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like actually gone. Listeners, he was he's actually gone. Yeah. Oh no. Oh little Lebowski. <laughs> oh, that hit the right spot right there. Nothing, Scott? Or Scott. Scott, uh, you want to uh, tell us what you had? <laughs> Marcus, you got anything you got anything on that? Um no. I don't have anything. So they checked in. I guess the only thing that I'm thinking is that maybe much like we talked, I talked about earlier about like, Oh, you know how, when we're thinking about like when there's not a gender specified, the fact that played shortstop for me is giving me pause. I don't know why. Maybe we're not thinking of, we shouldn't be thinking of somebody who actually still plays short played shortstop. Oh, because they played shortstop at Arizona. Yeah. But it doesn't mean they necessarily are the shortstop. That's the only thing because everything else is giving me nothing. So I'm just trying to think of something to get me there. But I don't I don't know. I don't know other than that. I don't really have anything. I say we take another clue because Yeah. Yeah. I don't have enough to make a guess. I mean, unless you I mean, you had mentioned, well, you were thinking of the 97 because, yeah, but the, this could have been somebody who was already gone by then. Right, too, right. right. Yeah. If it was if it was for Sheffield, Sheffield was on the Marlins at that time. So it's somebody who was, right. wasn't on that team anymore. Uh, let's take the f- fifth clue and hopefully it'll help us because yep. I have no idea who was traded for Gary Sheffield. Okay. Clue number five. In 2006, I recorded my 479th career save, passing Lee Smith to be the all-time saves leader. Oh, golly. All right. <laughs> so my my uh, my instinct was right. I just We just knew nothing about that Gary Sheffield yep. trade. Yep. So uh, Trevor Hoffman. All right, we're checking, checking in with, with 
Yep. Trevor Hoffman, Fudgemania. What do you guys got? Uh, yeah. Um, I very. I mean, obviously, I don't remember that trade because I was not even four years old yet. But I'm familiar with the trade that sent Sheffield from San Diego to the Marlins, and then they got Trevor Hoffman back, who was literally, I mean, nothing at the time. I mean, you know, just a, a prospect. But yeah, we also checked in with Trevor Hoffman. Both teams receiving points. The correct answer is Trevor Hoffman. Hoffman was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2018, along with Chipper Jones, Vladimir Guerrero, and Jim Tomei. That's a dirty pool you played there. (laughs) (laughs) Question number three, who am I? Clue one, I worked security for and was given a copy of the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King. Clue number two, in 1972, I became the first black coach in the Pac-8 at Washington State. Clue number three, in 1983, I left for Iowa, becoming the first black head coach in the Big Ten. Well, we haven't even gotten to clues four and five, and already this man's a legend, just for these things. <laughs> Can we just take another clue? I think we should, just to be just to be sure, you know? I agree. Okay. Fudgemania is taking another clue. Gangnam style. What about you guys? Does that sound familiar? I've Not seen this name necessarily, so many times but... because being a rival of one of the schools mentioned, right? I've heard the name many times. I think it's something like that. Does that <laughs> does that jog anything for you? It doesn't for me, but, you know, um, once again, 83, I wasn't, though I'm a Big Ten guy, wasn't uh, watching a lot of Iowa sports. Well, good thing it hasn't changed since then. Very boring. (laughs) Um, You want to, if you got something with that, do you want to? We might as well, because this is like either going to help us or sink us, probably. All right. Yeah. All right. We're going to check in. Great cash homies checking in. Fudgemania. You asked for another clue, right? Yes. Okay. Clue number four. I was an assistant coach for USA Basketball in 1984 and helped steer Michael Jordan to sign with Nike. Did you watch that air movie, Dan? No, I didn't. Okay, I didn't either. So, man, that that's that sounds so familiar. It's not who we think it is, then. No, no, it's not. Who was that that we were thinking of? We were we were thinking John Cheney, but it's we were we were thinking because when you think old black coach, the first thing that pops in my head is John Cheney. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally said to Dan, I typed. I don't know a lot of older black coaches besides Cheney. An assistant coach, why would this guy be an assistant coach for USA Basketball in 84? So in 83, he went to Iowa, so maybe assuming maybe he did pretty well. He came to a lot of prominence in the 80s. This isn't John Thompson, because he's already... No. Nope. Yeah, so it can't be him. Who else would this be? I think conventional wisdom says this guy probably became an NBA coach at some point. Like, that seems like, you know, the trajectory. Usually if you're an assistant coach for USA Basketball, you at least get start to get looked at, right? So I'm trying to think of who. Yeah, except 
he may have been done coaching. True. By the time that he got the job with uh, USA Basketball, because yeah, been, but he he had obviously been coaching for a long time before he got the head coach job, right? And that's true. That was back in what seventy something. 72, but in 83, yeah. he left for Iowa. So did he only coach at Iowa for one season? That seems unlikely. Well, I mean, no, he could have coached at, he could have coached the Olympic team well. I mean, yeah, Krzyzewski yeah. coached the Olympic team for Right, ever, and, he was only, you know? and he was only an assistant, so it's not like, yeah, right. I, man, I don't know. I, I don't think I even got this, so let's let's go with one more clue then. Yep. Okay. Fudgemania is taking one more clue. Clue number five. I finished my coaching career with USC from 1986 to 1994 and was inducted in the Naismith Hall of Fame in 2015. I know him. I know his face. I, I don't oh. know his name. I don't know his <laughs> name. I don't want to ask you what his face looks like because, yeah. he's he's a i mean he's a legendary coach but i don't know why am i not thinking of it so he was probably a college coach all the way through then i think so i I think i think that's where he finished i I can see him i can see him i know he's legendary i just can't think of what his name is i'm sure it's in there somewhere but it's not coming to mind right now yeah, I don't know much about USC basketball from that era, so I can't help you. So I, I don't. <laughs> Lucky Carter. Sure, it's Coach Carter. Yeah. Yes, definitely, obviously, Coach Carter. I feel really bad that I can't come up with his name, but I mean, I know who he is. Yeah. All, All right. right. Check in. Check with it. Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Budgemania checking in with Coach Carter. Uh, the Expendables. What do you guys got? <laughs> the Expendables. I guess that, that makes me Terry Crews. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, okay, so again, this is Josh uh, relying on a feeling that I have because, again, watching enough uh, Washington versus Washington State sports in general, you eventually just hear facts. And this is a name that I think I – uh, well, I know I remember hearing, and I, as Josh can attest to in our chat, I have two different uh, kind of spellings and/or you know ways to pronounce it. So I hope I, I hope I get it here. But uh, I don't remember his first name at all. But the last name that I have is Raveling, and that's what we're checking in with. So the bomb beyond insanity checking in with Raveling. And one team receiving points. The correct answer is George Raveling. Woo! And I suggest that you watch the movie Air. In that movie, they tell the story of him getting the copy that I have a dream speech. And that's why I wrote this question. I thought that was just so cool. That is cool. Well done, Marcus. Uh, So after the third quarter, uh, that 100-point lead is a little less. Uh, Fudge Mania is at 405, and insert team name here is at 345 so it's only a 60 point game rather than the 100 point game it's been for a while 
That's what I, that's, that's my, uh, that's what I get for suffering through Washington Husky basketball is knowing George Raveling. (laughs) (laughs) That brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Categories for today are as follows. Question number one is Trivial Warfare. It's about two of the big four sports. Question number two is Foreplay. It's about all four big four sports. Question number three is Trivial Warfare Blitz. And it's a question about the NFL. And question number four is Things That Are Blank. And it's a question about NCAA men's basketball. Shout out to Jonathan Oaks, former guest on our show. Yes, absolutely. I was on his show a few weeks ago, and I actually told him that I was doing this as a shout out to him. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Okay, question number one in the fourth quarter. Who was the last Montreal Expos draft pick to retire? We're going to check in. Okay, one hit wonders checking in. Fudgermania, talk it out. I think this is Tom Brady. Ah, yes. Yes, of course it is. Why not? Yep. We're going to check in Tom Brady for 69 points. Bojomani is checking in Tom Brady. Gangs of New York. What did you guys have? (laughs) Oh, no. Dang it. David, if you gave me like five minutes, I could have had a good bill. Billy the Butcher <laughs> uh, impression, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, but yes, I remember hearing this when he finally, allegedly called it quits for the second time. So uh, uh, we also checked in with Tom Brady for 70 points because we're adults. Because <laughs> I picked the numbers. <laughs> Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Tom Brady. Tom Brady was selected in the 18th round of the 1995 Major League Baseball draft out of high school. Yay, we gained a point. There you go. Now the difference is only 59. There you go. Almost nice. Sort of nice. It's fine. (laughs) It's okay. It's Jack Ham. Okay, question number two in the fourth quarter. Name the only two cities to meet in the finals in all four big four sports. All right, we're going to check in. Hey, Fudgemania checking in. The Backstreet Boys, you can talk it out. Uh, did, um, what do you think about what I said? I think they would. Okay. Yes. We do. I asked him, do the Rockies count as Denver? Because I mean, they're the Colorado Rockies, but they're in, Den- they're in the Denver. Right, like and the... same with the Abs, right? The Avalanche. Yeah, be... but have they? They've have the Rockies a... been in the? Yeah, they they Who lost they to play? Boston. They got swept by Boston. Okay, they lost to Boston. All right. Yeah, I don't. And oh, then... that was yeah, yeah, that wasn't. Um, but then that wouldn't work necessarily because the Denver's only appearance was this year against the the Heat. Right, it's teams that have. To meet in all finals, so to that meet. that would d- disqualify as, yeah. them. Okay. okay, that would disqualify them because okay. they've only played Miami. Like obviously, like 
New York and LA sounds like that's just there's so many teams, but it almost feels like that's too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean Boston has been to finals in all four, every everything, a, a bunch. Lot. Yeah, so part of me thinks it's going to be Boston and somebody, Boston and somebody. Okay, and they were talking sort of too much out loud, talking about teams that were somewhere with a different name. Yeah. So now don't give me that. I caught on to what you were talking about. So so now we're looking at maybe a city. You you, you have caught on. Sure. <laughs> they were talking about a city that had a team that moved from there, but was while they were in a city, were in the finals. Hmm. Trying to think of who who the Red so Sox. So the Roy the oh yeah. Who, who the, did the Red, Red Sox, Sox face face um, when they were in their World Series, the ones from most recently. Mm. Okay, so the Red Sox have played, like we said, the Rockies. They played. Did they sweep the Cardinals? Was that when they when they were down three zero to the Yankees? Didn't they come back, win four against the Yankees, and then sweep the Cardinals? Maybe. Is that who they swept? I think. I mean that could be it because Saint. Uh, well, oh, so the Rams. Now you got me thinking. The Rams lost to the. The Rams have lost to the Steelers and the Titans. Rams lost to the Steelers in 1979. Wait, didn't the Rams lose to the Patriots? They did. Oh, there you go. That yeah, that was uh, that was what that was that 13 to three year. Was that with, that was with Goff? Were they in St. Louis still when Goff was there? No, no, I was talking about the I was talking about the early run of the Patriots. Oh, the early the Kurt run Warner. Of the oh, yeah, yeah, they were in St. Louis then. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Duh, they played them twice. Yeah. Or no, I'm thinking of. Never mind. Just okay. Mind. So we've got baseball. We've got football. Hockey. The Blues versus the Bruins. Who did the, the Blues, Blues are are in the Western Conference? Are they? Yes, they are. Okay. Who, who did they? They won not too long ago. Who did they beat? And then they went to like the when they joined the league, they went to like three straight finals and lost. Gotcha. It very well could have been Boston as one of them. Okay. So the question is basketball. What basketball team was in St. Louis for a while? Because that's the only one. That's um. But I know they have had a team. I just don't remember who. I'm willing to go with this as the answer, even without having a <laughs> solid basketball one, because I think yeah. two definites, a probable third, and very well could be a fourth. Sure. I mean, yeah, why not? Let's. Just... I mean, rather than try to talk this out even more, let's just... Right, which we're probably short on time anyway. So, right. Yeah, so let's, let's go with Boston and St. Louis for, what did we say, 75? Yes. Yes. Check that in. The Anton Chigurhs are checking in with Boston. Fudgermania. <laughs> Call it. Call it. Um, <laughs> what's, what's the most you've ever lost in a trivia game? <laughs> Maybe this one, because you, I think you got it because of what we talked too much about. Um, the, uh, Patriots and Rams met the year after um, 
the Rams beat the Titans. Um, and the we're we're guessing we're we're guessing that the St. Louis Hawks lost to the uh, Celtics at some point because everyone's lost to the Celtics at some point. I'm pretty sure it was Bill Russell against yeah the, those teams against St. Right. St. Louis Hawks. And then point. yeah, we we definitely know that the Red Sox and Cardinals faced off, and the Bruins and Blues most definitely faced off. That's where Bobby Orr went flying through the through the air with a stick up in the air. So that's uh, we said Boston and St. Louis for sixty nine. Nice. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Boston and St. Louis. I've got some good flavor text. So in football, they met in Super Bowl thirty six in two thousand two, two years after the Rams faced the Titans. Right, two years, yeah. In the World Series, they played in 46 and 67. The Cardinals won those. And in 04 and 13, those were two of my worst sports memories when Boston won. Um, The NBA, they met in the 57, 58, 60, and 61. And the Hawks won in 58. And they were the only team to win the title other than the Celtics for 12 years. And then the NHL, Dan was right about 1970. But more importantly, the Blues faced Boston in 2019 when they won the first Stanley Cup, which was on my – Daughter Annalise's 10th birthday, so not many people can say they got a Stanley Cup for their birthday. Nice. So uh, now the score is uh, Fudgemania at 543, and insert team name here is up to 490. So they're closing the gap slowly, but they've gained six points (laughs) in the fourth quarter so far. Okay. Question number three in the fourth quarter. Who are the only two starting quarterbacks to win a national championship in college and a Super Bowl in the NFL, even though neither one of them won a Heisman Trophy? We're going to check in. Okay. The Wet Bandits are checking in. Fudgemania, you can talk it up. Josh is definitely Marv. Oh, man. Um, I think this this has to be older. Okay, well, I'm I'm – Fairly positive that Joe Namath is one. Yep. And the other one I'm the other one I'm looking at is Joe Montana. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but it makes sense. I think he won one with Notre Dame. Like seventy I want to say on the seventy seven team. I mean it wouldn't surprise me as long as he was a starter, which yeah, he would have been. It because it's I just going through all the other quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl in the last 20, 25 years, none of them seem to, I don't think any of them fit. So, right. So, yeah, I think, I, I I don't think I'm going to come off of, of those two. So Um, that's fine. Let's do it. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll go with uh, Messrs, um, Messrs, Joe, um, Montana and, um, Namath for 69. Nice. Fudge Mania checking in with Joe Montana and Joe Namath. Uh, this is the end. What did you guys say? All right. So now I did talk about how I didn't read as a kid, but I have read things more recently. And I do recall reading an article before the 2022 Super Bowl when there was talk about Joe Burrow possibly becoming the first ever to win all three. Uh, That's including the Heisman Trophy. Uh, He obviously didn't win the Super Bowl, so he has not done that yet. Um, 
But in that article, it talked about the two who have done the Super Bowl and national championship um, were Joe Namath and Joe Montana. So we'll check that in for 100 points. Both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Joe Namath and Joe Montana. Namath won a college title with Alabama in 1964 and the Jets in Super Bowl three, and Montana with Notre Dame in 1977 and Super Bowls 16, 19, 23, and 24. And yes, uh, my uh, other flavor text was Joe Burrow almost became a member of this exclusive club in 2022 had he won the Super Bowl. You mean the the Joe Club? Because clearly <laughs> your first name has to be Joe in order to be a part of this. Apparently. And yeah. You, yeah. I I have I think he's got a good chance to Well, I hope I hope that a third Joe joins this club soon. All right. Well, hey, that time we gained thirty one more points on them, so it keeps getting a little tighter. We have Fudgemania at six twelve and insert team name here which David has been doing a wonderful job of giving us creative team names. Uh, We are at 590. Okay, question number four in the fourth quarter. What two teams are tied for the most NCAA tournament wins without a championship? Sorry, that's in basketball. That's men's basketball. All right, let's do it. You're all right with with, with where I'm leaning? Yep. All right, we're going to check in. Okay, the Puxatawney Phils are checking in. Fudgemania. Talk it out. Sometime I, 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 I'm having, my memory is not as good as it once was. And yeah, that's a whole nother story. Um, I wrote a question, something like this. And the answer to that question was Oklahoma and Illinois. I think they both fit. Yeah, I especially yeah. Illinois with know your host. Yeah, Gonzaga's had a lot of utility out of greatness in the last few yeah years. twenty twenty years or so. Yeah, but yeah, Oklahoma's they, yeah. Oklahoma's been around a long time. They're always good. Yeah, and they've had some some elite eight runs. Yeah, and so I I mean again they, I. The Kelvin Sampson years, you know, they had some some good runs then as well. So I right. I'm fine with that. And All Illinois, right, well, just today I saw a picture of Darren Williams, uh D Brown and Luther Head. Yeah. So may, maybe that was some sort of omen. It may be, maybe it was. Well, th- this this is probably the game here. So let's uh Yeah. All right, we're gonna check in with Oklahoma and Illinois for seventy nine points. Extra nice. Checking in with Oklahoma and Illinois. Wedding mm-hmm. crashers. What do you got? <laughs> oh, oh those... Josh is definitely Vince Vaughn. Those were oh gosh. Two of the four teams that we talked about. The, it's more the game than you know, Dan, because it, you picked the two picked of the four. The that two we of didn't the four pick. we didn't go oh, with. Oh no. So the other two that we threw around were Purdue, because they're often they well granted they have they to get just, out of the first round though. well they've had t- difficulty <laughs> but getting they out get of the there a lot lately <laughs> yeah. but they had some stretches where they were making some deep runs and not yeah. winning and gonzaga has done it so frequently making deep runs in the tournament 
these were the four teams and I told Marcus, I was leaning Purdue and Gonzaga. So he said, okay, so we're going with that. So (laughs) we're checking in with Purdue and Gonzaga for 100 points. Blazing Saddles checking with Purdue and Gonzaga. One team is receiving points. The correct answer is Purdue and Gonzaga. (laughs) Wow. They they all have to be in the top five, right? Those they are. So Dan, that you would have been right like two years ago. Because when I wrote this question a couple years ago, it was Oklahoma and Illinois, and you're right, know your host. But I was going to ask this question, and just for fun, I checked it just to make sure it was right. And Gonzaga and Purdue have passed them both in the past couple of years. That is that's insane because Josh had to talk me out of it. I was like almost positive that like I was like Illinois. This has got to be a know your host because I remember Dan when you asked this question, and because yeah. I said I go I go somebody wrote a question similar to this. It might have been like a uh, like a five on three or something like that. And I remember Illinois being up there and I'm like, oh, it's got to be know your host. And and when Josh was like, I, I feel good about these two. And I'm like, and then I thought about like the last couple of tournaments, like that has to play a factor. So, wow, that's that's insane that you guys picked the two that we didn't pick. OK, I thought I, I've been looking up the question that I wrote because I, I it's been driving me crazy trying to figure out the question I wrote was there have been four NCAA men's basketball teams to have been a number one seed in four or more times and never won the tournament. That's what it was. Yes. Yes. And it was Gonzaga, Oklahoma, DePaul, and Illinois. Mm. That's a waste of that that 100-point bonus we had there, Scott. Wow. This has to be one of the bigger comebacks (laughs) in former history. Well, um, that was a barn burner all the way to the end. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Fudgermania finishes with 533 points, and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Jack Trudeau Award with 690 points is the Channel 4 News Team. <laughs> I love Lamp. <laughs> Rick killed a guy with a trident. <laughs> Rick, speaking of that, you need to lay low for a little while. <laughs> I think you might be wanted for murder. Well, that escalated very quickly. <laughs> I really got out of hand fast. Well, David, uh, thank you very much for coming on and uh, challenging us with this game. Um, it had some tough moments, but it, in in typically it was a it was a well written game. Um, on, only a few times where people were like, "Oh," but uh, I think every team, I think every answer, uh, most answers. I guess there were a couple where we both didn't get them, but that was early on. But anyway, thank you for uh, for joining us writing a game that takes some of the pressure off of us so if there's other people out there if you want to write a game we'll hook you up with a bench warmer to do some um reviewing and assisting not on lux. that or Sorry. or me not lux or myself <laughs> we're, we're apparently out of that game um but uh and thank you also for being a member of our patreon team we really appreciate that as well do you have anything that you would like to say before we call it a night uh first of all i want to thank David Lux for playtesting my game. He gave me a lot of uh, a good pointers. It was a much better written game because of him. So thank you, David. Um, thank you to you guys. This was a lot of fun. And I'm really glad it turned out the way it was because I felt really bad after that round, Marcus, to look in your face. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I just, I hated it, man. So I'm really glad it, it 
got down, you know. Don't ever feel yeah. bad for my own incompetence. Yeah. And that goes <laughs> and for David, all of you. All of you that write games for us, when we get pissed that we don't get it, it's because we're mad at ourselves for correct. being dummies. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> David, don't, don't worry. One of the teams actually got the theme. We've had a number of themes that didn't get it, didn't get got by either team and i've written at least one of them so um <laughs> I, teammates of michael jordan for one that, that one just blew my mind but anyway <laughs> i i would have gotten that one but uh once again thank you for for joining us and writing a game and it was a lot of fun to play so on behalf of myself marcus dan and scott we'd like to say Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes! Yes! Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. TP.